Happy morning! Welcome to Develop Me For We, where we all intentionally make the time to take the time in fulfilling our potential and purpose with passion and direction. I'm Steph Saison, your host, and today we will be tackling on how to stay focused and really maximize our days. So if you're part of the YouTube fam, let me know below by commenting what are your common interruptions and distractions. So let's find out through this conversation, like wherever we are in the world or whatever industries we're in, is there like a similarity or are there differences? So this would be interesting. <laughs> yeah, so right now we're all still... Um, in this worldwide pandemic, so some countries are still in quarantine, but overall, all of us really just transitioned to experience those strict measures. And because of those in place, we have resorted to or we're more ex experiencing that more and more people are going to online means in like selling, chatting, and just really scrolling and all. And it's just so easy to lose track of time because of that, because there is just that blurring unclear boundary between work-life separation like everything from family social life like uh video conferences for work everything is just all in the same medium all in your laptops or your phones and it's just easy to blur those lines most of us are still in work from home setup like myself and we realize how great that really makes work so much simpler right we realize that okay work is simpler now that it can be remote we can work wherever we are but it's also on the other hand more complicated because it's the reason why we have no boundaries we realize that we overwork ourselves and this kind of work is not just something that okay i maybe like laminate or cut papers and then end my day and then i don't think about my work until the next day that i go into right now work is more demanding in the sense that it requires a lot of brain work from us like a constant problem solving that even after work we still worry about it and this is why attention management is so important for us to be aware of and apply into our lives and i first encountered this concept from graham alcott's book uh, this book, ta-da, How to Be a Productivity Ninja. So this would be the book I would brave you on in our next episode. So stay tuned for that. It's exciting. It's really jam-packed with a lot of tips and also a lot of concepts that we will be exploring. So upon searching this concept, uh, I wanted to find out more about it, like what industries or what organizations were or talking about attention management and it was more popularly circulated back in 2018 by harvard business review um, medium and new york times and it really goes back to we have to be intentional rather than just reactive to everything around us and even our own minds so this goes back to what we've been emphasizing on since the beginning like what we've been working on, that we intentionally have to make time to develop ourselves and just be intentional. Like when we develop ourselves and then we learn all these, we become intentional when we apply what we learn. And that's not just for the sake of ourselves, but it's also for everyone else. And as Graham puts it, that right now our reality is time management is dead. Like we come to terms that we actually can't really finish everything. We can't meet all the demands of everyone. So instead, we just really have to get all those important stuff done. And he gives us four ways as to how to manage our attention so that we can really be able to maximize our days. So first is scheduling work based on those 
attention levels that we have. And second is protecting that attention from distractions. Third is improving our attention by really increasing our brain's performance. And fourth is creating new pockets of attention. So I like how he puts it in the book that he says, attention is your currency. Time might be spent, but attention still needs to be paid. So look after this currency as it's the most valuable currency in the world. So that's very true. Like we sometimes see that, okay, at the end of the day, you are tired, you finish so many tasks, but okay, that's like what, eight hours spent, but did you get things done? No, because the formula for done is actually time plus the right attention and focus. That's how we're going to ensure that we maximize our days and how we stay focused. And so the first way is scheduling our work according to our attention levels. So I will go more into detail on this in the preview, but I want to just show you guys this exercise that I found in his book, and it's to make a timetable. And in that timetable, you would, you would need to know the three levels of attention. It's proactive, active, and inactive. So proactive is when you're fully focused and alert. And you can, this is the time that you really have to make your most important decisions, like when you're very in the zone and all working. And active is similar to that, but you're more prone to be easily distracted. And so you're occasionally brilliant, but sometimes you're sloppy. And for inactive, that's when he says like the lights are on, but no one seems to be home. So you're not entirely useless, but your time and that the what you produce, it's limited. And so that exercise, I'll be showing it on the screen. If you're on YouTube, you can see the video here. Um, it's just a picture of all these categories that you will be doing for that exercise. Like um, you can plan your day depending on that level of attention, like uh, from 8 to 10, that's when I'm proactive. And then once it starts um, heading to lunchtime, it becomes active. And then right after lunch, it becomes like, inactive because i guess you have food coma so just really plan your day like okay my most important tasks have to be during my proactive time you can also plan this out depending on where you are like you know that when you're at home that's when you're uh, most proactive because you have your own space you control all the other environmental factors rather than if you're in a cafe you can't really um, say that okay i want the music to be louder or quieter or quiet these people so maybe that's that so plan those certain attention levels and task accordingly to that amount of focus and attention that you can give then the second way is to protect that attention that you have so what you have to do is just intentionally plan out depending on what those distractions and interruptions are so we are have two classifications for interruptions and distractions that's internal and external so internal we all experience this we have so many ideas and like thoughts like oh shucks i should research this oh yeah i'm supposed to do this and we have so many things on our minds and that's why we need to have like maybe a notebook or a certain notepad that's just ready for us to get our ideas off our minds as quickly as possible to not distract us from the task at hand so capture all these thoughts in that notepad so that you can come back to them later so that's why you have to ensure that also in your schedule like at the start of your day maybe that's when you or maybe at the end that's when you really take the time to review all those ideas or 
um, other errands that you forgot to do, like all those things that you wrote on the notepad, like integrate it into your schedule so that you can trust that you can set aside and focus on your tasks because you know that it's integrated into your routine and schedule and things won't fall apart because you forgot it. So just, I love doing this. Like whenever in the morning I have my quiet time, that's when I really want to focus on praying or reading God's word. But I think of stuff like, oh, I have to do this for work or shucks, I have to buy this or, uh, oh, I should research this. But these things, they distract me from what I'm trying to focus on. So I always just have a notebook or a certain uh, scratch paper that I always place in like another notebook that I know I would open every single day so that I can always go back to it. So that's actually very helpful. And I'll go more into detail on that on the preview on the book. And it's just really at the end of the day, be self-aware what your certain favorite avoidance or delay tactics are. Like it can be cleaning or researching or talking to people and eating or fixing things that you you know that you have to fix like oh i should do my my windows update or something so you you know yourself so you really need to take that time to identify what those triggers or tactics are so you can move forward then for external types of interruptions and distractions graham says that yeah the world is really filled with people all with that propensity to just interrupt us and steer us from uh, uh to a different path from our away from our priorities so this is like really indulging to other people's priorities rather than our own and this really just not being kind to ourselves because we always place ourselves last and at the end of the day yeah you feel like oh i'm so tired i did so much but you didn't accomplish anything at your end so just learn to say no to others and be able to say yes to yourself for once just don't feel the pressure to drop everything that you have when someone says that they need you. This is not selfish, okay? Sometimes actually we have that, uh, like we want to feed our egos that we're selfless. Like we do a lot of caring and selfless acts and we sometimes act like such martyrs that it's really not sustainable because we don't want people to be dependent on us because honestly all of us disappoint like all of us mess up sometimes we can't always be there we get tired and that's just us being human so wanting people to be dependent on us need us to make us look oh so selfless and caring and accommodating well that's actually very self-serving and actually selfish also so it's really helpful that we have this kind of mindset and Maybe we can add certain like visual symbols that would help other people from distracting us. Like for example, I put on earphones while I'm working. So uh, sometimes like when someone passes by, they know not to disturb me first because like I'm in the zone working. And Graham gives this example in his book that this lady in the office puts like a cat figurine on her desk so that everyone knows when they pass by, oh, okay, she does not want to be disturbed. We'll just get back to her next time. So that's really nice or just really we go back to the first one that you because you plan out your day depending on the times not just on your proactive levels but i also plan my days based on knowing the distractions so for example early morning that's when i take the time to do all these things that i need 
much concentration on. So I know early morning is when a lot of people are still under zombie mode. So that's my favorite time of the day. Like people won't talk to you for unnecessary chatter. They won't disturb you first with work-related stuff because they don't want to think of work first, first thing in the morning. But since I'm up early, I get things done early. So that's great. You can also do that also. And I also like how Graham puts it that now we're also subject to information, right? So the more information we subject ourselves to, the more likely our attention moves away from the things we really need to focus on. So a lot of these information is actually close to worthless. So don't don't try to like gather as much information and news as you can because these really distract you and interrupt your day. Like if they linger on your mind, they cause so much distress. Like set aside certain time to do it but don't subject yourself to all this information at the same time because that's really just gonna overwhelm and overload you so be choosy about what you drop drop every single thing to just read and investigate and do anything with it's not just because someone sends you an interesting article that you have to stop what you're doing and read it right now you can go back to it later because yeah sometimes we use that kind of excuse and it again it's just really an excuse because being connected to people chatting or like yeah like thinking of getting an article and then maybe reading it it requires very little thinking compared to our actual work which requires a lot of our input like okay i have to do problem solving i have to think of this and sometimes it's like as soon as like there's one thing that has our attention like we experience already info overload that our instinct is really to react in a way that we just want to feel busy and in order to feel like we're busy and making progress we resort to that like going for like small wins so honestly we don't really like hard stuff and overwhelming our brains but we do like the idea of being productive and that's why we keep busy we settle for looking busy so that's for that second part in terms of protecting our attention and now now let's go to the third part which is how we can improve those attention uh times of attention that we have so graham gives like simple tips that i would like to highlight because i personally do these also uh change the view so this would really help like awaken your consciousness or like jolt for increased attention so take a walk like rather than when you have like short five minute breaks don't go from your laptop screen to a phone screen scrolling and still sitting down that's not really giving yourself like that eye break that mind break that you need so just stand up go out maybe like walk around the room that would really help give you that refreshing break that you need and remember physical health so everyone always says these things but it's true that you need sleep you need water you need physical activity and Graham also says to insert like strategic caffeine like consume it at certain times that you need to further improve your attention and another thing is also meditation so meditation a lot of people think that oh it's not for me because it's hard like it's hard to like let ourselves be in stillness and quietness because it seems so unnatural now compared to everything that's happening around us but it just requires practice because it's a discipline and once you get used to it it will actually really pay off so just try to give meditation a chance and switching off 
So switching off to boost your productivity. So this is like that college type of dilemma that should I continue studying even if I keep falling asleep or should I just go to sleep already? So sometimes it's just really better to, okay, drop that cramming, reading, or writing your paper and just go to sleep because you're going to sleep to boost your productivity, to to be well rested so that when you wake up, you're more refreshed and ready to finish that paper you've been cramming or reading that you've been cramming also. There. And lastly, it's to create pockets of attention. So this is actually the only acceptable time you should multitask. So Graham's suggestions are um, calls and walking, reading and waiting, thinking and traveling, and coffee and conversation. So these are things that uh, you can really do together. So I really like the reading and waiting suggestion because I do this all the time. Like my phone has a lot, uh, because it has a Kindle app, I have a lot of books accessible for offline reading. So wherever I am, like if I need to wait in line for like 30 minutes, my time isn't wasted because I have a book with me there. So uh, it's really maximizing all those little pockets of time that you know you can further maximize. So, wait, Steph, I remember you mentioned that what multitasking isn't uh, isn't good. It's not meant to maximize your day. Yep, multitasking isn't helpful. So, I like how Graham actually further defines what how multitasking is a no, and it's better that you go for monotasking. So, multitasking is really you juggling like two or more actions at the same time. So, it requires your brain to like, switch from one thing to another and you just make small progress in each one like okay progress and then jump more progress and then okay you jump and it's like you switch because you react to something and not because you're done with a certain thing so you react you come back and you make minimal progress and so on and so on and that just creates that constant drag away from the actual doing and completion so that that's just like a, a tip like it it is really us in convincing ourselves that we're busy that's why we like multitasking it just makes us look busy makes us have that feeling or adrenaline rush that yeah we're busy being productive but when you take a step back you realize that you're not really making as much progress as if you really focused your attention and tried to complete that certain task then and there so all these are actually really helpful, but honestly, what will continue to just drive you to stay focused and maximize your day, maximize your day is you, if you do something that you love. So Tim Ferriss mentions that he only calls work the stuff that he doesn't like doing. That's why it's like four hour work week because other stuff he just really simply enjoys doing. So all, all these things that we're doing, like is it something that you enjoy or at least you're it's something that helps you go towards that great purpose that you have. So just really reflect on that. I just want to close with this verse so that we can go back to our why and it will so impact our what and our how. So Ephesians 5, 15 to 17 says to look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise but as wise, making the best use of time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish but understand what the will of the Lord is. So this goes back to like the theme of like Ephesians 4.1 that says like we have to walk in a manner worthy of our calling. So although this refers to overall like referring to our spiritual walk 
in abiding in Christ and being intentional to mature our faith, this can also be applied into the other aspects of our life because we aim for that holistic kind of development. So we don't want to compartmentalize all the aspects of our lives and compartmentalize the application of this truth. So the how, the process, is not just like filling our time up. So our time, attention, and resources are really to be managed and maximized. So the days are evil. Like so many things are out there for us to be distracted with and be interrupted with. And that's why we have this urgency to remind ourselves like what we're doing. Is it being done with a purpose? Like are we making the most of every opportunity and time that we have? So this is why I'm being reminded that we go back to Colossians 3 2 that says that we have to set our minds on like things above, not really on these earthly things. Because we want we we can get interrupted like from this mission that we're on by so many like trivial temporal things. That's why we have to keep back our focus on what is the most important. So now ask yourself these questions and try to answer. So I want you guys to also do these exercises so that we can really apply everything that we learned. So first is, have I, I allowed myself to get distracted from my purpose? So from here, just list all those interruptions and distractions that you know that you're usually subject to, like your favorite avoidance tactics and delay tactics. List them all down. Then second is, am I making the best use of my time? So right now, For this one, schedule your day based on your attention level and based on wherever you are. So if you saw the example that I showed, use that as your basis on how to schedule your day and plan it out. So I really pray that you take the time to think through these, the answers to these questions because they're very critical. And if you found this episode helpful, like kindly give me a thumbs up and subscribe and follow on whatever podcast player that you're listening on and just be sure to follow our facebook and instagram page because we really post there and develop me for we for daily quotes and questions such as these today so don't forget that we all need to take the time to take the time make the time to take the time yep so happy morning guys